0: What's up everybody, it's Candace Lodre, your favorite family life coach, coming to you again this week with your celebrity lemonade. I hope you all had a great weekend and an amazing week. I love when Friday comes because I know it's podcast day, so I'm excited to be with you guys again. And we're going to get right into our topic, which is a little juicy and relatable to most of us out there, which is Work Relationships, Yes or No, Exploring Insecure Actors, Dominique Perry and Seranis J. Jackson Situationship. So... Not sure how many of you actually explored having a work relationship, meaning you decided to date someone that you work with, but I personally didn't have it when I worked outside of the home, but being married, um, my husband and I both have, um, ventures that we work on together, which is my husband has a non-for-profit, um, which is called Four Point Play, that I work with him on. And then we both work together on our children's business, which is Be Divine Threads, which is their faith-based t-shirt line. So it definitely comes with its challenges, but we have been able to overcome them with no issues and still be happy and successfully married so <laughs> but there is always a flip side to everything and so we both have seen individuals that decided to take a venture into that journey of dating someone that they work with and they don't necessarily always end up so great so what I decided to do as a family life coach I wanted to create um the top threes, do's and don'ts of actually successfully having a relationship with someone that you work with and so hopefully these tips will be able to assist you if you decided to go ahead and uh, slide that number to that person at your job that you was been looking at for a while but as you know what I like to do is I like to give you a little history of the celebrities that we're going to be covering so here we go So, if you do not know the show Insecure, you clearly must be sleeping under a rock. Um, Insecure is a popular show that premiered on HBO about two years ago, and it instantly became a cult classic with its relatable characters, and hashtag true story story storylines is a show that is on everybody's radar. Um, Dominique Perry, who is one of the celebrities we're going to be covering today, portrayed the character Tasha. Now, she was the rebound girlfriend of Lawrence character on the show. Now, if you don't remember Tasha, this line that she said on the show, and I'm sorry, I don't cuss, so I'm probably not going to deliver it as amazing as she did, but this was a line that I think every woman that has dated in her life has said in their head to a dude or said to a dude, which was, you worse than a f nigga you a f nigga who thinks he's a good dude oh when she said it it hit our souls because we have all encountered that dude that is so trifling but yet he think he a good dude And it's like no <laughs> you are not <laughs> look <laughs> you are so not um But, yes, she delivered that classic line, and she became a beloved character on the show. Now, Saranis J. Jackson portrayed Jerome on the show who was the childhood friend of Molly's character. Now, Dro became a little complicated and had us a little confused about if we wanted to root for him or not because he he eventually ended up having an intimate relationship with Molly while being married. Yes. And so they tried to smooth it out with Him and his wife had an open marriage, but technically we didn't really know if it was open because the wife never came out and said it. So, again, we was just all confused. Like, we don't know if we want to root for him because he was a good dude, technically. But (laughs) at the end of the day, you know, he was cheating on his wife. So, me being married, I always rooted for the wife. So, he was on my, um, you gotta go list. So, (laughs) I don't know about y'all, but I get to the curb after, you know, they decided to make, have an intimate relationship. So in real life, a few months ago, we got wind that Dominique Perry was pregnant and because she decided to post these beautiful maternity photos on her Instagram. Now this of course had us all in our feels due to we were really happy to see her embracing this new journey she was about to be on and becoming a mother and especially considering her character on the show had you know got portrayed by Lawrence so it was like yay you know in real life you doing good girl <laughs> So we was excited for her but then the tea started running over this week when Perry posted a picture of a beautiful baby girl. And shortly after, Mr. Jackson posted the same baby on his Instagram. Insert wide eye emoji, okay? So the internet detectives start doing their work, and lo and behold, it seems like Perry and Jackson decided to make a baby together. (laughs) So now neither one have officially confirmed that the other one is the baby's father or the baby's mother, but... Let's keep it real. Don't no man post no picture of some woman's baby on their Instagram that ain't his. Okay? Unless it's a relative, look, or a godchild, and he ain't say none of that. So, it seems as though that they are not in a relationship with each other as of now, and, again, they're not claiming each other, but yet they post posting the same baby. Um, so I guess we're going to have to stay tuned as far as when the official statement is going to come out that, you know, they have decided to conceive this beautiful child. Well. Here's where I come in, now that you have <laughs> y'all your information on the two celebrities that we're covering. Um, this is where I come in as a family life coach to give perspective about you know, work relationships, and so as you can see with this outcome, even though things are alleged technically right now, um, things don't seem like it ended well. While they have a beautiful blessing of a child that's here on this earth, um, it doesn't seem like they're still in a relationship with each other, so we may or may not ever find out as far as what transpired, but it didn't seem like it ended off with them um, walking down the aisle, or them even claiming each other as boyfriend or girlfriend. But again, they are parents to a beautiful baby girl. So this all kind of it equals up to how work relationships can be complicated. But there have been some success stories, both celebrities and regular folk that have made it work. When you think about Beyonce and Jay-Z, you know, they're going on tour again together. This will be their second tour, and they clearly have done plenty of music together, so they have a great working relationship. Uh, will and Jada Smith, they have a production company together. They've acted together, so... Again, another kind of success story. And Mara Brock and Salim Akil. Oh, they're the amazing creators of most of our favorite shows, Girlfriends and The Game. And they now have um, a beautiful show based off of their journey um, in becoming uh, boyfriend and girlfriend to husband and wife called Love Is on the own network. And so they also have a successful relationship. And I personally have witnessed and known couples that work together. And um, although those challenges are present (laughs) and they do come, they have been able to overcome them and successfully have a great relationship. So it is possible, even though it's taboo, (laughs) because a lot of people say you never supposed to date somebody you work with there are things that you can do to do your best to try to make it work. And again, that's where I come in. So here are the three do's and don'ts of having a relationship with someone you work with. Now, first, we're going to go with the don'ts. So number one, don't bring your work home with you and vice versa. When you are at work, you should only discuss work (laughs) and when you are with your significant other and when you're at home you discuss everything else do not bring work home this can really confuse things it can make things tenser it can make things more agitated it can really kind of confused where you can have that safe haven and that commonplace and that place of relief. So you kind of want to always try to make sure that you keep that work at work. And then once you step foot in your homes, that is where work ends. So Bringing your work home will make you feel like you are still at work with that person and it will feel like it's a 24-hour cycle. So you want to make sure that you guys create, again, a, a common place, a neutral place where you guys can be able to enjoy being in a relationship with each other. And not worrying about, you know, working what uh, the work professionals around you are going to be thinking about you. And the same thing goes for the other way around. You definitely don't want to bring your problems at home into your job. You want to make sure that you um, are keeping your home business at home so you don't have <laughs> uh, Susie that is... uh working next to you, you know, talking about, you know, the argument that you guys had at home the night before with your coworker Terry. You know, you want to make sure that you guys keep your home business home and your work business at work. It would definitely make a huge difference in your success story as having a relationship. The number two don't is... Don't invite co-workers in your business. No, I don't care if your best friend from birth works with you. Do not talk about your business at work and don't invite them co-workers into your business. As soon as you allow them to know about what's going on with you that's negative, you are going to start a wildfire in the office. <laughs> you are going to begin to walk into meetings and get side eyes and getting the smacks and getting the whispers because people are going to know what is happening with you and your significant other negatively. And unfortunately, misery loves company. So if you got co-workers that ain't got nothing going good in their life, they are going to literally be fueled by that fire. So you definitely want to make sure that them co-workers stay co-workers <laughs> and not your counselors. <laughs> You can come to me for that. Look, (laughs) I will help you um, because it will not end well. So I always say a rule of thumb is if you are going through problems with your bae at work, Fake it till you make it until you officially break up. Once you break up, you can let the office know everything that happened between y'all. But if y'all still trying to make it work and you're still dating, fake it till you make it. Go in there with a smile on your face. Start skipping. Look. (laughs) Do the cabbage patch to your desk. Make it seem like y'all have an amazing relationship. And once you get in that car to go home, you can turn the dial down and you can do whatever you need to do to vent about whatever issues you're having with that significant other so again don't invite co-workers into your business number three the number three don't um in uh, trying to have a relationship with someone you work with is don't go public too quickly um, like I said earlier, work relationships can be complicated. And so you never can really know as far as when you're working with someone, if what's the intent behind it. So that takes time, you know, the intent could be, oh, well, I was getting up with you just because you were accessible or I was getting up with you because I just broke up with, you know, such and such. And I see you every day and you was there or it could be even worse than that where it could be like, hey, I was just trying to get a promotion or come up and you was in my way. So, (laughs) or you was the person that could get it for me. So here we are. So you want to make sure that you guys are both on the same page, that you guys are both, um, even looking to have something serious or evolve into something that is, you know, more than just a casual relationship. And again, that takes time. So, Allow the relationship to grow before you change your status on social media. (laughs) Do that for me, please. Uh, Because if it is just a fling, you know... It won't be an issue as far as you know, people knowing because you guys kept it under wraps. So, once you start changing statuses and holding hands when you walk into the office, or you know, start giving a googly eye to each other the second day after y'all start dating. It may get a little tricky the next week that he's talking to your other coworker and driving them home while you are catching the Uber. <laughs> so, or vice versa. You know, it may be a little tricky the next week that she is hanging out at Thomas desk um and went out to lunch with him, and you are eating your Panera bread sandwich lonely you know drinking your lemon water like you you want to wait <laughs> just wait just hold out and wait a while and see what happens but don't go public too quickly let the process happen see what the relationship go and then once you guys both are solid on where you see things then let the let the world know go right ahead so now we got the three don'ts out the way which I will repeat Number one, don't bring work home with you and vice versa. Number two, don't invite coworkers in your business. And number three, don't go public too quickly. You want to make sure that you keep those in mind. Now let's go to the more positive things, which is the do's. These are the things that you can do if you're deciding to have a relationship with someone you work with. So number one, always keep it professional, uh, one thing everyone hates is that couple at work that have to let everybody know that they're a couple. I just kind of mentioned that in the don't you are overly affectionate, you're telling everybody that's your boo, you're dominating the conversation about what y'all did last night as a couple. Oh, <laughs> like no one likes that couple, okay keep it professional, do your job, stay productive, you know, especially, you know, if there are certain rules and regulations as far as that you're not supposed to date within the workplace. Um, always make sure that you keep it professional. Um, and this allows others to be comfortable around you too. It doesn't shift the atmosphere or an environment because everybody is still Staying focused on their job and not focusing on you and Travis' new relationships. So, <laughs> say the lovey-dovey stuff for home until, again, as I said before, until you guys are concrete and sure that this is a relationship that y'all are taking to the mountaintops and trying to get married and have kids. But if it's just an office fling or you just... Trying to feel your way to see, you know how things go. Just keep it professional, you know. Treat him as your or her your, as your coworker, and leave it at that. So number two, the do's to do as number two, um, is establish boundaries. You want to make sure that you and your bae discuss what your relationship looked like at work. And at home. Um, it's. I know that it seems a little serious sometimes because, again, office relationships could be just a fling. It could be something that you're just doing as far as, you know, to pass time. Hey, ain't no judgment here. Do what you do. But if you're serious about finding a soulmate or finding the one for you and Um, You want to kind of get those hard questions out the way early. You don't want to wait too long as far as to figure out if this person is really into you. So start talking about the stuff early on, you know, have conversations, communicate. Don't just say, okay, we'll see how it goes because most of the time seeing how it goes leads to um conflicting feelings and unconfirmed like <laughs> situations and leaves resentments and curiosity and you don't want to go into that because then again this is someone that you work with so you don't want to be all discombobulated <laughs> about thinking about Drew that you work with and not focusing on your work so being mature women and men, we should be able to discuss as far as what we see going. If you see that this is just a fling and not something that you're serious about, then say that at the beginning. If this is something that you are thinking about making long term, then say, you know, I'm not interested in doing this fling thing. I'm interested in making this last like so are you down with that or do you want to explore with it and see where it goes so a lot of times we don't want to scare people away but again you don't want you want to save yourself the misery later on so if you know the information get it (laughs) get it early so definitely um establish boundaries um You wanna talk about what is appropriate behavior once you guys decide to actually take your relationship to the next level and become intimate instead of just working buddies. So um, a lot of times with this, when it comes to boundaries, examples could be, you know, so if I am talking to Susan, Um, you know, what is like appropriate behavior because me and Susan are really cool and I give her hugs and, you know, we dap and, you know, we kind of touchy-feely. So you need to tell me what's appropriate and what makes you comfortable. That's establishing boundaries, you know, or saying, well, um, me and Travis, you know, text each other after work, you know, are you cool with that? You know, that's another way of like establishing boundaries and talking about what your relationship looks like and being open into, um, making sure that the person that you're engaging in a relationship with is comfortable too. So again, have those conversations (laughs) because it is important to where you won't be wasting your time and won't be wasting theirs either. So Lastly, number three, you want to be prepared. So, when you have not work romance,s it could again, it could be tricky, and depending on um, how committed both parties are, it could end very quickly. So, if you end up in one of these situations, you want to understand that you still have to work with this person. <laughs> I've witnessed um, relationships that unfortunately broken up very quickly after they started, Um, and uh, one of the parties just kind of forgets that they still have to see this person every day. And when they did see that person every day, you knew that they were broken up because it became very hostile and (laughs) uncomfortable in the atmosphere at work. So you want to have that understanding that, okay, Again, this goes back to the communication. You know, if you guys talk about it and you guys want to feel your way through, you really don't want to commit right then and there as far as how it goes and then something happens and then, you know, you guys both go your separate ways, you want to be prepared that, okay, I still got to see this dude or this girl every day. So if the next day after y'all break up, the girl you was involved with is talking to Dion you know, at the water cooler and filling on the shoulders and stuff, you got to prepare yourself for that. <laughs> Vice versa. If the guy you decided to get into, you know, a relationship with and things mess up, he is talking to Tracy and, you know, they sitting together in a meeting and they're making googly eyes at each other. Got to be prepared for that because, again, You are working with this person. So unless you want to just quit your job and go somewhere else, you want to try to prepare yourself that if things don't work out, you can still be professional and cordial with each other. So you can have a comfortable atmosphere for not only yourself, but for everybody else in the office because we didn't ask for y'all to get together. We didn't tell y'all to go ahead and date. So we want to be comfortable too when we come in that office. So be prepared for everything. Think about different scenarios that could happen and kind of prepare yourself for it. And just in case if it does, you will already be expecting it. And believe me, once you do that, Things most likely will work out in both of your favor, whether you stay together or you don't. So, repeat the do's to do when you decide to have a relationship with someone you work with is always be professional, establish boundaries, and be prepared. Be prepared! Yes! So, be prepared So I hope you guys got some good stuff out of this podcast. Don't forget to check out my hub, which is Um, We have only a few more days for my Issa Mom vibe shirt to be live and available for purchase. So I did it for all of my amazing mothers out there um, for the month of May. So you only got a few more days before it disappears. So go to my hub. And um again, com. Go to the products tab. And hit the shop now button and you can get your It's a Mom vibe baseball tee or tank top. So they're super cute. Once again, take a picture in it. Put it on the ground. Put it on Facebook. Let everybody know about your mom vibe. And enjoy it while it lasts. Um, Also, you can check out my books. You can check out other apparel and accessories that I have available as well. If you miss any of my other podcasts, definitely um, go to my podcast media tab and you can click on all the other podcasts that I have available. And um, again, contact me. Let me know how you're enjoying a podcast. Um, let me know what topics that you may want me to discuss. If there was a celebrity story that you wanted me to cover and add my perspective on it from a family life coach perspective, please, please contact me. I would love to hear from you. Um, and I enjoy hearing, um, how you've been enjoying these podcasts and enjoying the things I've been doing on my different social media, um, Outlet. So don't forget to check me out on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram under the CL brand. Um, I have different stuff, different topics that I cover as well on different platforms. So please go and check me out. And again, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Um, this is Memorial Day weekend, so get some good barbecue, uh, get some nice relaxation, go visit some family. Look, hang out with the fam and enjoy yourself. And I will see you guys next time you know not you don't you know not